and we're rolling. Hooray! This is a, this is a redo of like three weeks ago. Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute because we were like fifteen minutes into the finale review, and my file got corrupted. And then I went on vacation. And then you went on vacation, Dick. It is a is a perfect storm of let's not get this shit recorded in time. Yeah, it's it's been a thing. So it, it's okay. It's uh, it was that kind of a season, and it was a lot of waiting anyway. <laughs> and excuse me, very sorry. Gotta stop doing these late episodes. I guess I'm tired. Um, we are watching the World Series game, uh, reluctantly on my end. I uh, mean. You have a team to root for. Everybody here has a team. Well, everyone has a team to root against. Nobody wants the fucking Astros to win. Fuck them. Um, so root against the Astros. You don't even care what the Phillies win. It's just that they lose. That's what's important. And uh, that's about the extent that I really care about baseball because uh, I like basketball a whole lot more anyway. <clears throat> so with that being said, um, we're going to try and redo this episode with as minimal distractions as possible. Uh, it's baseball. It's, yeah, it's easy to just have this white noise. So anyway, though, uh, Rings of Power. Rings of Power. Ten, nine? I think it was ten. Ten? Pretty confident it was ten. Who cares? No, I uh, don't think anyone's going to judge us based off of it was the also, number. Yeah, it was also three weeks ago, and this show has got had its mixed results anyway. Um, so speaking of that. As the finale, going into it, there were, I feel like the pacing certainly changed in terms of the story, because one of the interesting things about the entire season was, um, it's entitled Rings of Power, and I haven't seen a fucking glimpse (laughs) of anything about the rings being made at this point. Um, Basically, that the entire... They basically uh, fast forwarded through that entire thing in this episode. Uh, Hal Brandt's character completely 180'd in terms of their, uh, I guess, how they sh- show themselves. I mean, we get we get our big reveal in this episode, but they just made it like super super obvious this time around, and um, I don't know. I, I I didn't really like the way that they kind of closed out season uh, season one with this episode in terms of the rings and stuff. There was one thing I didn't, I did at least kind of like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it because the episode started with, uh, I'm with the, with the, like the, the three people dressed in white. I'm gonna call them just the, the cults of Sauron, I think. Cause that was their goal. I called it the Sauron's, uh, groupies. Okay. Because that's exactly what I felt they were. The second that they were in the last episode before this. Where they were like walking around where the hobbits were. Yeah, and like lighting shit on fire. And lighting shit on fire. I was like, oh, these people are looking for sound. Because it was like, obviously you're evil and obviously you're searching for something. Yeah. So that's what I've, what I called them the last episode. Yeah, and it, uh. But they got blasted into oblivion. Yeah, so. they did. Well, because they were. They, they didn't also, seem phased by it, so I don't think this is the end of him. So they thought, they definitely, they thought that the stranger was Sauron. And uh, this episode, I mean, there were plenty of signs that the the stranger was Gandalf. I was pretty convinced that, of it about halfway through the season. And then um, and then again, kind of like with uh, Sauron and Halbrand, they just made it really fucking obvious this episode and just committed to it. 
so yeah, they have that going on. He uh fucking yeah, he, he basically beats the shit out of them. Um do we would that be the end of them? Maybe, maybe not. I wouldn't be surprised if they come back. It seemed like kind of a waste of the characters. They kind of they do that. They kind of no sold the little attacker. Oops. Yeah, nice. Way to go. Sorry. So that yeah, so that happened. Um Other than that, that's all that really happened with the Harfoots, I think this episode up until um Nori decides to go with the stranger to uh Rune because the cult told him that that's where he's supposed to go. So Gandalf's going to go ahead and do that. And I will say the goodbye moment with Nori and the rest of the Harfoots, I thought was one of the better scenes of, it the, was. of the episode. It was pretty, it was, it was a good, nice little heartfelt goodbye. Um, they're splitting up fully expect the Harfoots to make their way West to- and settle into the Shire. And I'm sure Nori will get a nice reunion way down the line there. So I think some of these storylines are starting to become pretty clear. So we know I probably won't see the Harfoots again for another several seasons. Uh, unless they kind of go have like a little side story there, but I don't think that makes sense because they're not really going to do anything. Um, but it is going to be interesting seeing Nori and Gandalf go east to Rune because I don't know jack shit about Rune at all. So it is going to be some new territory for me at the very least. I don't know how much backstory there is in the books of what Rune is and what Gandalf does there. Uh, I just, I'm just pretty sure that Gandalf is not even supposed to be in Middle Earth at this time, but. It's whatever. It's fine. Uh, If they were going to make a change, I can understand that. Inserting Gandalf, and we've mentioned it a hundred times. It's definitely Gandalf. It's a thousand percent Gandalf. Because of the follow your nose line. Yeah, the follow your nose line. Another nice little callback to Fellowship. Um, Yeah, so that happens. Uh, Otherwise, most of this episode was uh, with Celebrimbor, uh, Halbrand, and all them in Aregion. So... The last episode left off with Halbrand like hurt and they're starting to travel to Region and somehow somehow survives that that trip and then he gets to Region and then oh one day later he's fucking full health and walking around. Yeah. So uh super healing uh super healing abilities. Shout out to Wolverine. Um and then for me th- there was that one little conversation that he had with Killebrimbor. He uh is like, "Oh, what if you try this idea with the uh with the Mithril and your other metals and Kelbrimber's like, Oh my God, that's such a brilliant idea. I can't believe no one ever thought of that. Um, I didn't like that. I felt it turned Kelbrimber into a bumbling idiot. <laughs> and for like the bet, like the master Smith of his time, I would have expected him to be, um, maybe a little less stupid. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I did. I didn't like that. It, Cause I mean, because the idea is, Oh, Sauron's in here. He's, uh, he's tricking them because that's what he always does best. Um, and then it's just like, nah, he really just kind of made a couple suggestions and it's, pr- it's kind of a stretch to even call that a gift in the first place. It's just like, Oh, how about this idea? Um, but yeah, as soon as he said it's a gift, it's just like, okay, a thousand percent Sauron ever, cause he's got supposed to have that, um, disguise as the Lord of gifts, I believe is what they were called in the, in the books. <laughs> So that was pretty much the dead giveaway that he was Sauron. Um, I don't know. What'd you think of the reveal? Because again, I kind of shit on it. Um, I thought it was. Mm, I had a feeling it was him because of what I knew of Sauron being involved in the ring making. Yeah, I was like, I think we talked about it in a past episode where I, 
I even threw it out that it would have been um, the elf. What was his name? Oh, Arondir. Arondir, and I don't know. I thought I th- I think now looking back that might have been a little too much of a hot take, but um, who was also not in this episode at all, not in this episode at all. Neither were any, uh, was Bronwyn or Theo. They're, they're just completely cut out. So we got, uh, so that happened. Um, and then the, the Valinor were in it for like a minute. Yeah. It was basically, they, they just went back to, uh, wait, who'd you say? The Valinor. Oh, never mind. I'm an idiot. Um, I was thinking, so they, was, they, uh, they, uh, Sailed home. Yeah. And home's been um, reconfigured, I guess you could say. A weird-ass notification. What the fuck? All right. Um, yeah, so Numenor had a... The thing, with, the thing that happened with Numenor was the king died, basically, uh, is what happened. But then... Um, and I then think, that weird I think one... Isildur's sister, who was exposed to the scene stone, the Palantir. Um, but they didn't really finish out flesh that out at all it just kind of happened and then the only thing you know about how the king died is because the black sails on the ships um so they really left that pretty open-ended i imagine we're going to see a lot more numenor uh in the second season i said valinor i meant numenor yeah what is valinor i I think is uh, the undying lands area yeah that's right that's what i don't know my fantasy land you're good you're good it was close enough it was that place in the water uh, so yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more Numenor into the second season. Um, hopefully the story gets fleshed out a little bit more with them. Uh, Sauron is supposed to, I'm very curious how they're going to do the Sauron thing right now. Cause he like made his, at the end, he made his way into Mordor. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going over there to like team up with Adar or just straight up kill Adar. Cause I remember Adar said he killed Sauron and I'm very curious what the fuck he really means by that. I'm sure there's backstory there that I, that I'm just not um, I don't too. know what's going on there. So I'm very curious about how they play that out. Uh, yeah, so they kind of didn't do that much with Numenor. The most of the majority of this episode was about their creation of the rings this time around. But then again, I really just feel like they fast forwarded too much. Although when they when it came down to it, they the scene of them actually making the ring I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, visually I thought it was pretty nice. Um, I thought so too. It was really interesting to see them kind of like actually go through the process of making these rings instead of just being like, oh, let's throw a bunch of shit in a fucking cauldron and then ta-da, we have a ring. Because if you remember in Lord of the Rings, like they said, you know, they explained the rings thing, but it was kind of like, oh, this is just like in this show or studying the backstory of what the show is supposed to do. You then realize that like magic, there was some magic within building the rings. Yeah. Where in the movies, they didn't really explain that aspect of it at all. No, they just kind of, it was just what made them special. It was like, cool. Cause Sal was involved. Nine dudes got a ring. Three elves got a ring. Seven dwarfs got a ring. Yeah. Um, you know, now the curious now the curious thing that they did differ was they uh they're messing with the order in which the rings were made because originally the the 16 rings for the dwarves and men were made uh, be- with Sauron and Celebrimbor and then Celebrimbor made the three oven rings on his own 
and then Sauron makes the One Ring on on his own uh, in Mordor. So they have the three uh, great Elven Rings come first. So a little curious. So they're kind of mess. They're they're definitely messing with the timeline there. Um, I imagine Sauron's just gonna go and make the other all the other rings on his own in Mordor and just uh, hand them out from there. What other rings does he have to make? He has to make the nine for men and seven for dwarves. They were supposed to be made first, but they oh. didn't. Um, so, because from what I'm pretty sure actually happened, uh, because this is totally real and 100% history, um, they made those rings, and then Sauron went on this conquest to get them all back and then handed them out as he pleased. I think they're just going to skip that whole conquest part and he's just going to hand that shit out because they kind of, again, they already messed with it. So they have to fit it in somewhere. Um, but I'm really looking forward. The one thing I'm really curious about the most is who become the ring rates and who those nine men are. I'm very uh, curious how they go about that because it has to happen in this time frame. And one of the, one of the bold picks I had earlier in the season was that Halbrand would be which the which king of Bangmar, but now that we know that he's Sauron, that leaves things open. And since I like uh, bold predictions, I'm gonna go out with it. Uh, I think Theo's gonna end up being one of them or something. Fuck it, go for it. Because hmm. otherwise, what is the significance of him in this story? Because in the last episode, Theo and Galadriel had a they were they uh traveled on their own back to the Numenorean camp and they kind of alluded to Theo wanting to be this warrior to fight the orcs and stuff. So I'm expecting a time jump because he's too young to become a warrior. But then if he ages up and after that, I think anything happens because I don't think, I don't know if the character is canon or even spoken of in the books. So they can do whatever they want with them. Um, I'm just going to plant that seed out there. <laughs> that would be a hell of a twist. Yeah, that would be if a little. They do that like three or four seasons in. That'd be kind of sick. What was I gonna say about? I don't remember what I was gonna say. Uh, is there a possibility that that old guy that helped uh, Adar is Owen Wraith? Um, maybe, but he's also kind of a bitch. Because <laughs> they're all because they were supposed to be kings too. They're supposed to be like kings. And no, uh, and high nobles and stuff, or something along those lines. I'm pretty sure it's what they're all meant to be kings. So, no, he doesn't strike me as somebody who would end up being the ring wraith. Um, it would have to be somebody with some sort of power or something. And you know, because all those people who were in the Southlands who are now on their own are gonna have to have a new leader, and Theo's there and all that stuff. I think that can make. I think that makes more sense. Um, also, what happened with that dude? Uh, he opened the dam. He opened that the dam. And that was the last we saw him. He's probably still chilling in Mordor somewhere. I don't Either know why. He died. Didn't I'm, the... I'm gonna laugh when How Brenda shows up and just fucking kills him. Like, okay, thanks, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I think Adar is an interesting character. I don't think you want to waste that on just a sleazy dad. No, I like Adar's character. I thought he was one of the more interesting characters in the show. I really hope they uh they stretch out his uh timeline at least. Um, long term, I don't really know. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming he has to end up dying in some capacity, but uh, who knows? I get, uh, we'll find out in later seasons. One of the more interesting characters for sure, though. Um, we didn't really touch on the whole 
how uh, Sauron, like, trying to put the moves on Galadriel and throwing in some fellowship lines. And there he did? Was, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was like, uh, it was Galadriel's line, actually. Um, she said, he offered uh, her the same, uh, the same thing that, she, like, she screamed out when Frodo was in uh, Lothlorien and, like, uh, offered her the ring. I forgot. I forgot what the it line was. It was something like "I'll I'll be the queen that they all worship" and something like that. I remember something foundations of the earth. It was a, it was one of those quotes that they came, that they alluded back to. I gotta look up like what they're allowed to do with this show because I know they don't have all the rights to his books. Yeah, it's complicated. So it's like, why? What can he? What can they do? I do not know legal speak i'm just not aware of um fucking astros man they won't go away yeah sorry again we're watching world series um but yeah i mean so like they had the whole reveal they were sauron and galadriel doing their whole thing and he's just like oh yeah uh, we can do it together and she's just like um no i'm not gonna do that and it had some cool it was it was kind of cool but again i feel like they just blew the reveal a little too early in the episode i think them having that reveal with uh, the gift with calabrimbor uh was kind of lame it was just underwhelming I, f- I feel like this happens a lot with shows where they have these scenes that like give you that the blatantly obvious hint of of a big reveal to come instead of just having the reveal so um i wish they just didn't do that <laughs> But it is it is what it is. Um, this show this show had its ups and downs. Overall, I'm not sure how much people in the public really cared for it. Um, you want to do start going into ratings and stuff? Uh, yeah, we can. I just wanted to say one thing about the reveal. Is I do I even though the review wasn't like what I had imagined they were gonna do, I still held, I still love the, the way that they had that little thing where they go back to where they were in the water. And then the camera kind of flips around, and it shows him in his old armor. Oh, the shadow. Was, yeah, yeah, that was that was my favorite. Uh, that was my favorite shot. I was gonna pick that as mine, but okay. Um, Get fucked, slow bitch. Uh, uh, it's okay. I have another cool shot that happened in the show, uh, in the episode. So we can go through our rating. What was your? Well, I guess your favorite shot was that. Well, if you can take that shot, I had there, there was one other shot that that did take place. Um, when they were making the ring. Well, they're making the rings and they had the ores for the, the silver and gold from Galadriel's brother's dagger and the Mithril into it. Once they dropped the Mithril into it, it looked like Sauron's eye. Yes, I did. That was, that. that was pretty cool. I thought that was a pretty neat shot. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll do, we can go with that. Uh, what was your favorite line? Uh, favorite line. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, when in doubt, Eleanor Brandyfoot, always follow your nose. A little Gandalf wisdom for us. Okay. Um, I didn't really have one because I thought it was a little. Um, you know what? If I could pick a line, it would almost be not even a line. It would be the look. Uh, I, I, I believe there to be parts of acting that needs no dialogue. And mine would be. Uh, when Elrond gets back to Celebrimbor's uh, forge, oh right, with at the, the scroll, end when making it, yeah, and 
he's looking at Galadriel like you haven't been telling me everything. Uh, kind of look, you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause he actually looks kind of ticked off. Yeah. But he, it kind of goes back to that conversation that earlier, I'm not going to make the mistake of distrusting you again. So it's kind of like, I know there's more going on, but I'm going to trust you that you're not saying, telling us this for good reason. Yeah. Um, cause yeah. I think there's a little bit of feeling of betrayal. Cause it's like you, Sauron was literally here. Yeah. Sauron was literally here. You've been chilling with him this entire time. And we're about to make some shit that he was heavily involved in. Maybe we shouldn't make this shit. Yeah. Or maybe there's a way around it, but is what it is. Um, okay. Uh, best scene. Yeah. Best scene. Uh, well, creating the rings. Probably one of the higher highlights of the episode that or the, uh, or the Harfoots, uh, the Nori's goodbye to the Harfoots. Okay. One of the more emotional scenes of the season. I really like, I can't decide between, um, either Sauron walking into Mordor, which I thought was an interesting shot. Kind of, it it felt almost like, uh, the end of fellowship with, uh, Sam and Frodo. Yes. Heading towards Mordor, seeing it in the background. But since I don't really, I think that was a, like a much cooler shot. I'll have to say the scene between... Halbrand and Galadriel talking about like where he's trying, he's basically trying to turn it to the dark side type deal. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Okay. That was my favorite shot. So what are we looking for score wise? Uh, 35. I was going to say 37. Uh, I just didn't really care for the way they did the Sauron reveal. It felt rushed and they, I feel like they kind of made Celebrant boy look like a bumbling idiot. Um, you know, and it's and it's interesting because I'd say a thirty-five is probably what I would give the season as a whole. I was just about to ask you, what do you want to give the season? Probably thirty-five. Okay. It had its high moments. I think it only really had one great episode, but ev- like as the season went on, uh, oh, because there wasn't even any uh, dwarf action in no. this one. There, there was, was no none. dwarf. There was no Rondir, and there was no. There was very little. And no Adar. All my favorite. No Adar. All of the best parts of the series were all completely absent in the finale. Yeah, my my rank for this season would be a thirty-seven. Uh, I was thinking of giving it like a four or like a forty-three-ish kind of, but the problem that I had with this season was. It was so much exposition. This felt like one giant pilot yeah, episode. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. And I feel like... Oh, God. See, because the mo- the trilogies basically had... Uh, did the same thing, but they did it in, like, three minutes. Or, like, I think The Hobbit did in, like, ten minutes. Where they had, like, all the, all the flashbacks and stuff that took place leading up to those events. And it's it feels like they kind of took that and made a whole season out of it. I don't right. know how necessary it was. Um, ultimately, they uh, they did the reveal of the Southlands and Mordor and the eruption of the volcano was probably one of the better uh, better moments of the series. So it had some good moments. No, it had some great moments, but yeah. I feel like there was they were too far in in between. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, th- I would give I would give this season like a 37 because I feel like there were times when you were going to get an explanation and there wasn't one. You had all the Gandalf teases. Yeah. 
the thing with the ice water, the thing, you know, the killing of the fireflies and then him getting kidnapped by the Sauron groupie. It's like how many times it's kind of like, um, Oh God, what do you call it? Um, uh, the Glenn teases in Walking Dead where it was like, oh, he's going to die. Like, like you knew it was going to happen to him. He's like, oh, oh he's yeah, going to get yeah. killed off. And he just, they kept doing it over and over again. And it was like, at this point, I don't even care anymore. Yep. Because I think I have an idea who he is. Like, even when they said at the beginning of the episode, oh, you know, Lord Sauron or whatever, I didn't really believe it. No, I, I didn't believe it either. And because and also, if he, if he was Sauron... That would have been a kind of underwhelming reveal, also. Yes. Like, I feel like the reveals just weren't all that great. I think the only thing I was only reveal I that actually caught me off guard for a moment was the uh, was the Balrog at the at the bottom of Kazadoom because I just forgot that that was supposed to happen, and then it's just like, oh shit, that's right, Balrog, and it's gonna completely fuck shit up. And we got we called it that being a uh, being kept for next season type deal. Yeah, because yeah, that was that was it. That was literally the last scene, and we did not see any more dwarves after that. Um, so at the very least, uh, if I had to give it credit, did he just hit him? No, he hit okay. him, but he leaned into it. I I saw that a mile away. Um, at the very least, I think they set up for a much better season two. No, I have a feeling. You want to know something? I have a feeling that season two is going to be nuts. I think there's a lot more ready to take place because the the Balrog is completely set up. Um, yes, they can go a lot of, they can go a lot of different ways. I'm not sure how they're going to do the Numenor stuff, but they're setting up Numenor to, to go under, undergo a big change. Um, uh, Adar and Sauron are going to meet up in Mordor. Who knows what they can do there. And then, um, like lateral is getting all shut, uh, set up. There is a lot more. And then there's a whole big mystery of what's going to, what the deal is with Nori and Gandalf going, uh, East. The only worry I have, because Game of Thrones did this with Bran, I hope they don't. <laughs> I hope they don't just fuck off for a whole season and we see nothing of them, and then the and then we just fast forward. Oh, Gandalf is way is way more wizardy now. That would probably break my heart. I really want to see what's go, what goes on in the East. What if they fuck off for half a season and come back? Half a season is acceptable. I feel like half a season would actually benefit. Them. In fact, I think in, that might even be necessary yes. because. They can't. Uh, I mean, they have to travel there. Yes. So there needs again, and there needs to be. I still think we have also time jump to be expected. Um, please end this fucking game. Yes. Fuck you, Houston. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm actually also curious about the timeline because again, I said I'm expecting Theo to age up. I'm just don't know when that's gonna happen. But, it's a good setup at the very least. And the show, and the one thing I can never shit on the show is that it looks really good. Oh, no, it looks the fantastic. The production value has been fantastic. And it's not bad by any means. It's just, I think I think we're a little bit spoiled. Because I think House of the Dragon, there is nothing in that entire show and majority of the seasons of Game of Thrones that went, that was wasted. Yeah. Them going alongside House of Dragon was Dragon was probably pretty dumb. It was. House of the Dragon was just way better. Because you were almost being, it was almost like <laughs> having two great things, but one was just that much more, 
that much better. Matt, that much better, right? Yeah. So now you're almost the other show is even less just because of how well the other one is going. They really needed to come out like a month and a half ahead of House of the Dragon and get through most of the season first. But it's but it's whatever. Um, it was an exciting few months for sure, having them both go and then getting Andor in the second half. It certainly made up for a lot of wasted time. Well, not wasted time, but just like downtime in between movie releases. Because uh, not a whole lot of nothing has come out since in the last couple, uh, two or three months. It's been pretty lame movie-wise. but uh, Well, things have come out, but they haven't been the things that you would hope. Like, don't worry. And, 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 and then a lot of stuff was also just underwhelming. Yeah. So, I mean... All right. Well, do, oh, well, I guess we should end on this. What do you hope to see next season? Uh, what do I hope to see next season? I want to see. Uh, I want to see the fucking Balrog go nuts, and I want to see uh, the the mystery of the East in Rune with Gan- uh, Gandalf and Nori, because that's the thing I genuinely have no clue what to expect. The I'm open minded there. I just hope they uh, make it interesting. All right. Well, that sounds good. Well, that does it for our reviews of Rings of Power. We'll stick with it next season as well. And stay tuned for episodes reviewing everything else we're watching at the moment. And that's ending. Everything's ending.